Welcome to the Avance Podcast. I'm Dan. I'm Nick. How's it going, man? I'm on camera. I just I don't know what to say. I don't know what to do with my hands. No. Well, hopefully this uh, recording works. We're, yeah. we're, we're testing uh, the new studio camera setup, which is a little awkward. It's a learning curve. We've gone this long without people knowing what we look like. This is probably not a great idea. I feel like most people do at this point. Yeah, that's I don't hide too it still much. scares me sometimes when people come up to me and they know more about me than I do. So yeah. I got a few of those. Yeah. Not often, but yeah. somebody will remember something we've said on the podcast. I'm like, what? All the oh, time. Oh yeah. Yeah. All the yeah. time. Hey, when you said that, that was really funny. Did I say that? That that sounds like me. Yeah. 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 I gotta do a shout out to uh PNW components. Yeah. Um so they sent us swag. Yes. And uh, he'll be a guest he'll be a guest on the show last week. You'll remember him from our Nurburgring episode. Um but their shirt and sweatshirt. Are like the two nicest t-shirts and sweatshirts I've ever had. I know. I have been digging. I'm going to ask him, but I, I need to know where they source this stuff from because I'm not kidding. Like there's, I, I like swag. Don't get me wrong, but some of it is just nice to have. It's, you know, work in the shop shirts. Yeah. But Nick and I and Adam, thank God, pride ourselves on having like actually nice stuff. Stuff you want to wear. Well, we want to be comfortable too. Yeah, yeah. Comfortable, good quality, yeah. durable. Like we don't. We even when we even when we were RCS, we didn't have throwaway shirts. We had oh. really nice stuff. In fact, our RCS shirts still feel great and new. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I buy them uh, with no label yeah. on Amazon for like, I think I buy like, they're not even ten bucks a piece. Yeah. So I'll tell you the cost of t-shirts, by the way. But the, whatever he's using for their t-shirts and sweatshirts is next level. It is the <laughs> nicest sweatshirt and t-shirt I have. Period. Yeah, I put the sweatshirt on. I told Kate, I was like, I don't want to move. Like, I don't want to get it dirty. I don't want to wash oh, it. Like, I don't want. <laughs> I was out cleaning the shop, and I literally went back inside and changed my yep. sweatshirt because I didn't want to get it dirty. I was you cleaning know. the shop and working on stuff. I was working under the trailer, and I've got metal shavings all over and stuff. And yeah, yeah I, I was so. And they are black, black. Like yeah, and, and, and they like, don't fade. And any little speck of dirt shows on it because they are so black and so nice. So yeah. So yeah. shout out to PNW Components because even if you don't ride bicycles at all i'm probably gonna buy everything they have i'm not kidding the long sleeve shirt the socks i'm yeah. excited to feel the socks because they're, they're as good as any of the, everything else they have i'm not kidding i'm gonna buy everything they have because yeah. it's it well one if you're not a rider it just says specific northwest components on it it's very easy to wear even if you're not a bicycle rider i had somebody at home depot though comment though and he's if like, you, if you're a mountain biker, and I was know, like, "What are you, you know, talking about?" You know, if you know, I've, I've already had a couple. Of, I was up in yeah. Bellingham this weekend. And people are like, "Oh yeah, I ride their gear," and I'm like, "Yeah, a lot of people do." Like, yeah, I love it. Yeah. So, but I got to You got to hand it to them. Um, they're, they're, so I'm at their website right now, and their range tee is 32 bucks, which you think for a swag tee it seems a little high. Oh no, no, no I'm gonna order like 10 of these things because <laughs> they're black. They're really like have a really nice logo. Yeah, they'll match anything, and I'm not kidding. It's the nicest quality we're, swag we're gonna, I've ever had. We're gonna we're gonna talk to Aaron next year, yeah. next week. Like I said, so I'm thank you, Aaron, big time. I've been riding with their gear and the 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 hip the Rover hip pack, which I love. I use that off on and off the mountain bike, but um, I'm excited for that. But yeah, that stuff showed up, and I was like, this is so nice. Like, yeah. and I have a brand new Patagonia sweatshirt that I love, and it's it totally wins. So, oh yeah, this yeah. is way above quality of any of the. Yeah. Uh, sh- sorry, and I shout out to uh, I have a friend that works at Arcteryx, but yeah, you guys need to take a lesson from whoever that, whoever is supplying the Pacific Northwest component swag and yeah. just order all of it. So even if you don't ride a, uh, a bicycle, just trust me on at least the t-shirt and the hoodie I can vouch for. Literally the nicest it's I've amazing. ever had. Yeah. Perfect sizing. <laughs> Like, yeah, that's even fine. even Shauna looked at my shirt and she's like, "That's a really nice T-shirt and sweatshirt. Can you get me one of those?" Yes. <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll order them up." Absolutely. So, 
If yeah. it's any, uh, I mean, all their gear, all of the PNW component stuff, their actual riding stuff is really high quality. Mm-hmm. It's nice stuff, but yeah. man, they did not skimp on the swag. So thank you big time for that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Did you have a good, uh, I, I know I stole your uh, Carter Automotive tip last week, and I apologize <laughs> for that. Um, and I feel like I did it without really telling you. Mm-hmm. So um, did you did you save it for this week? or? Yeah. Okay. So... I've been doing work on the trailer more and more mm-hmm. and getting that's going great. Uh, I've had a few frustrating setbacks with tools. Um, so I have, I'm not gonna name the brand, but a s- drill adapter uh, rivet nut setter. And it works really well for not stainless and like basic rib nuts. If you're doing rib nuts and sheet metal, uh, this it's going to be fine. As long as you follow the instructions, don't use an impact on it, anything like that. And I did to a T, but it really struggles with stainless. Mm. And so I was frustrated to say the least, and you know, since this is the trailer's not just for me, I'm pulling Shauna's R8 in it. Um, what I found was that I frustrated. I came into the house and said, "I'm just like this is super hard to do." And she, and she's like, "Well, how much is like a really good tool for doing this?" And well, there's not a lot of outside of manufacturing. There's not a lot of rib nut setting tools that aren't upwards of a thousand dollars yeah and i'm not going to spend that much for a one case use or limited i'm, I'm not manufacturing it's not your r8 i mean gosh. right yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> kind of yeah. it, but that's not yeah um and so uh we found the i don't know the amazon non-name brand but it's a air uh rib nut set gun and it was about 160 bucks i think 130 to 100, 160 bucks something like that man life-changing there's just so much to be said for having the right tool for the job and if you're doing if you're using rib nut, if you once you have a rib nut setting tool and you've used the hand ones, you'll find a lot of uses for rib nuts. Just telling you right now, anything metal you want attached to anything else, you're going to use a rib Hang nut. Hang a photo on, on the wall, rib, rib nut. nut. <laughs> Sheet rock, rib nut. Just rib kidding. Nut. Don't yeah, do that. Don't do that I, yes. I kind of want to try it now, but oh, I probably I, don't. I, I, <laughs> just, I would, it would just explode I mean, out. I think. Yes, we will try it, but yeah. on a piece of extra. Yeah. Right. So anyway, the uh, the air to air tools is what I was going to get as the automotive tip, but not this is what led me down the road. One of the things I've that's kind of annoying about air tools is you got to oil them. I mean, just that's just a fact of life. You got to take care of your tools and you got to oil them. Well, you can <laughs> times have changed. You can drop a few drops in there, but they make uh, air tool. It's called refresh oils, and they're kind of cleaning slash oils. Uh, the guys who make um, PB Penetrant, the mm. WD forty better make it, and you just spray it in there. And I, um, I found that I, one, it worked great for that tool, but I also have found that one of my other tools, my DeWalt, um, not my pin nailer, my, tr- it's what's a, not a pin nail, uh, the trim nailer. Okay. So two smaller. Brad nail kind of Brad thing? nailer. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. Drawing a blank there. Yep. My Brad nail gun constantly jams if it doesn't get enough oil. Like it, it's really annoying when you're, cause you, you know, use a Brad nailer, you're probably doing like 150, 200 nails at a time. Right. Yeah, well, this stuff sprays in there, completely solved the problem. Oh, that's I was nice. doing some trim with that, and I was like, this is the first time this thing hasn't jammed up on me. So look for those air refresh oils uh, Keep your to keep your stuff clean. It's kind of like, I thought, I equated it to actually a lot like cleaning a gun. Yeah. Like, if you don't clean it up constantly, it's going to jam up on you and stuff. So with your air tools, um, it's one thing to oil them, but you also need to keep them clean, and you can get some really good uh, just cleaning conditioning oils now and that's a really important step for owning air tools that's all i want to throw out there i was i was laughing because i was in home depot i needed a couple of things for hanging some stuff and there was a woman in there and she was buying like four or five cans of wd-40 and i was like i was like what do you have that's stuck and she gets this big grin on her face she goes i use it to clean the inside of my shower door and i'm like Mm. excuse me yeah 
And she goes, yeah. She goes, and she goes, all the, all the soap scum's gone. I'm like, but doesn't the shower smell like WD-40? <laughs> she goes, it's my husband's shower. He doesn't care. I go, okay, fair, fair enough. If I had a fair shower enough. in the shop, which yeah, I, know, I, I get so it. now would do that. Yeah. Yeah, no. I, was like, I was like, oh, okay. Actually, you know, I found for this, uh, Rain-X uh, makes a really good shower cleaner. Yeah, and it, I was just, like, it was one of those situations where, and the companies. listeners can't see it, but she's walking down the aisle like this. Yeah. Like, and I'm like, <laughs> like, what did you get stuck that, like, <laughs> So, yeah. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of uh, Rain-X products overall. They tend to leave kind of a residue in the windshield over time. and But they make an actual, sh- the shower door cleaner. And actually, that works better than anything I've ever tried. I'm running their washer fluid in my car. And I've noticed it does get a, it does a, it's a funny thing is, is when I'm not using it and it's raining downpouring, it does a really, it's it's on the windshield. It does a great job. But when I spray it, it definitely causes, it, it puts that film on it there. It leaves like a weird film on there. Yep. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, replace your wipers for one if it's doing that. It helps a lot. Well, the brand new wipers. Oh, like I said, I do. Yeah. I got brand new wipers and I put brand new fluid in it. So, but yeah, you're right. Anyway, um, so here's kind of a topic. I sent this to you and Megan. Um, oh yeah. Uh, and I wanted to kind of talk about it. It's, it's our road and in infrastructure in the in, in the United States, and and it's perfect. So we don't need to talk about it much. Right. But, um, our roads are fine. What are you talking about? If you I ever drive a Raptor, they're great. Yeah. Well, that's kind need- of part of it, actually. Yeah. Um, our vehicles are getting bigger. They're getting heavier, especially our hybrid vehicles. Mm-hmm. And I don't know who did the test. And if, if we can link the, the video to this, we will. Um, they took a Rivian and they ran it through a, the a, guardrail. a guardrail. Yeah. And because those cars weigh so much. 8,000 pounds. Our guardrails are not set up for that. Like, yeah, they're not meant to. And that being said, yes, we understand there's trucks, big trucks and trailers out there yeah. that go through them. But this was a Rivian that went through it. It like it didn't deflect. Like They're supposed to kind of deflect you in yeah. a certain way. This went through it and then it went over the concrete barrier behind it yeah so what they're saying is because of these 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 new fully electric cars you know the rivians the what's the new really expensive one that's the lucid Lucid, yeah Yeah. i actually saw one of those yesterday not bad yeah they weigh so much that that Mm -hmm. our infrastructure is not built for it and we talk about our roads being deteriorated from the weight of the cars and things like that this is really becoming an issue so hybrids are killing the world i said it no (laughs) No. evs not hybrids evs no yeah yeah no, weight is a big issue. You're absolutely right. I, I That video was pretty eye-opening. If you're ever trying to run through a barrier, uh, I mean, or, you know, attack at a, a government building. Or you building, think a, var- a barrier is going to stop your car. Yeah. Yeah, it may not. Yeah. Can you imagine the, the new Hummer? Yeah. <laughs> that's 10,000 pounds? 10,000 pounds, 10,000 pounds, yeah. Yeah, I got to look it that It just up. crab walks to the side of it. It's fine. Yeah. Hummer weight. Uh, Hummer EV tested. 9,640 pounds. Yeah. That's a lot. You should. I feel like you need a larger, a different class of license to have one of those. <laughs> Just so you I don't, mean, but you should. It's a lot to to get something like that up to speed. It's a lot to slow something like that down, and and they're saying basically that the infrastructure on our roads is not built for it. Let alone some of the our roads are very beat down and very mm-hmm. crappy. So. Um, I don't know. You know, again, we're seeing companies left and right get out of EV and out of and out of hybrid. BMW announced they're done mm-hmm. with EVs. They're going. They're going to go straight. To, they're going to do a hybrid. hybrid. And then or you got hybrid, Lotus, but, who's um, like twenty twenty five. They're not, uh, hydrogen, not hybrid. Oh yeah, they're, hydrogen, they're doing hy- right. hybrid and hydrogen. So yeah, um, it. it it means something. I think, I mean, it's funny because things like this as a kid would not have affazed me, but now I'm like, well, I'm old and I'm on the road. And if somebody hits me, you know, that's really going to do a lot more damage. And, you know, it, it's something to think about. Yeah. I was, I was driving, where was it? Um, so they, they closed that part of I-90 just outside of North Bend. Did you see that? Mm-mm. So they did an emergency closure because the size of the chunk of the asphalt that came out was enough to like blow a semi-truck tire out. It's like a foot deep. 
No, I'm kidding. You drive oh, by, wow. you can't miss it. It's, it's, okay. it's not like a pothole. It's a. This was on no, in, outside of North Bend? Between North Bend and, um, uh, yeah, North Bend, Snoqualmie Parkway, that, okay. those two right there. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's a big issue. I, but I've, I've never seen roads deteriorate so fast. So you got to ask ourselves the, the question is it the roads? Is it the cruise? Is it the weather? Yeah. And so <laughs> I've been trolling WSDOT a little bit. Okay. A lot. Is that smart? They know where you live. Nah, I don't care. So I messaged them. I keep posting on Instagram. I said, can you post the over-under on your budget when you make a project update? Because I really want to see. Because this is public knowledge. I'm going to eventually... My goal is to kind of see... Because all that's public information. Sure. I'm going to start trolling how much they go over budget for every single project they have. Sure. My goal is to... That's going to be a lot of money. Yeah. I want to see if I can sort of trigger the the social media crowd to start holding them accountable because nobody else is. But if there's enough uproar, maybe somebody will, you know, are you going to do some research into it and figure out why they're going over budget? Like, is it, is it laziness? Is it, is it, is it tools? Is it? Yeah. I'm really curious. Is it the fact um, that, that four guys stand around and watch one guy dig a hole? Well, that's always been the case in construction though. I mean, gen- I mean, literally the last, as long as we've been alive, I think everybody's had that complaint or that joke. That's a long time. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and so they had, they had this thing, uh, where we had some people come in from South Korea to look at our infrastructure over here. And I was like, were they teaching us or are we teaching them? Yeah. Because I'm, there's no way South Korea is doing worse than we are <laughs> as far as efficiency. If there's anything they do well. Their dirt roads are nicer than our paper. Right. Probably. I was going to yeah. say the oh, Koreans, yeah. the Japanese, hell, yeah. even Thailand had better roads than we did by a long shot. And they have washouts over the top of them all the time. That's amazing. They don't wash away either. Yeah. Something to be said there. And a jungle. And they have elephants that walk on them. And I mean, even when I was driving over there, I was kind of shocked. We have some, never mind. <laughs> I was shocked at how, how well the roads were. And people talk about, oh, everything over here weighs a lot more. And that's fair. We have a lot heavier vehicles over here. But they don't really care about weight ratings. They will take a triple, you know, what do they call those things in Australia where you have triple trucks going oh, down the main Oh, yeah, line? the road, road trains or road trains. Road trains, yeah. road trains yeah. is what I was thinking of. Yeah, so they have those in double over there that are overloaded to hell and back. Like these things, you're like, how is anybody going to stop? They're not. They're, They're just going to run into shit if you're in the road. If you're in the road and you hit by a truck over there, it's your you fault. You need to stop in six miles. Start now. Yeah. yeah, and so I'm like, how do the roads stay so, so good? And it's because they just pack them full of hard rock and lay over them. Like there's so much hard base. So I'm wondering if it's a speed thing. I'd really like to know more. More importantly is a joke that I was trolling them. I'm kind of him, but I actually want somebody to respond and actually talk to us. There's sure. always two sides to every story. Yeah. And I'm not just calling entirely incompetence, even though it is a government agency, especially Washington State. I bet you there's a good story there on why things are so difficult. But a lot of that, the road stuff is, is, is it bitted out? I don't know. Like, you know, and the fact of like the lowest bidder and then the lowest bidder comes in and goes, I can't actually do it for that price kind of thing. That's what I'm wondering. Okay. And so, like I said, I know there's two sides to the story and I'm sure somebody over there is as frustrated as we are. Not everybody, probably some, one in a hundred. Some, some bald accountants going, we need to stop this. <laughs> yeah. You know? Uh, yeah. And that same guy's like, I'm retiring in 10 years. Do whatever you want. Just yeah. leave me out of it. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. But I would love to have somebody, if anybody knows anybody at DOT who would actually be willing to speak on this. And I know that's a touchy and difficult thing to do. They can stay anonymous. Hell, I will even interview them off on paper and not name them. Okay. And have them sign an NDA because yeah. that's a knowing like from from family that's worked in government you do that that's a death sentence yeah like you can get oh, in serious trouble for that so well I mean your brother was a perfect example we couldn't get him on the show for until years he retired. until he retired yeah yeah um, we're not going to go in this but I'm just looking at your search history here and making me laugh especially that <laughs> bottom one <laughs> yeah so it's nothing rude but I'm like Jesus <laughs> you're like my this, yeah are you so, bored a lot 
exhibit meme generator. Oh God. For work purposes. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I yeah. literally used it at work today. <laughs> I mean, if you watch the Super Bowl, you understand that Usher took all the wardrobe from Dodgeball and uh, <laughs> and put on roller skates. So. I brought I bought a special shirt that said I hope both teams lose. Yep. <laughs> I was just proud of Taylor Swift to win a Grammy and the Super Bowl in the same week. So that's good for her. So yeah, there's all the jokes we have. So yeah, yeah. Um, it's starting to get nice outside. Mm-hmm. I'm starting to get it was to, sunny today. I know it was sunny today. I was, I could, more, I was I too could busy. Not, I could not get out of the yeah. house today. Like this, this, this is my getting out of the house and coming to you today. And and, and but it's starting to get kind of nice. Um, how are you, how is your planning going for your trip? Uh, pretty good actually. Okay. So I've been looking at multiple ways to get down to Arizona. Yeah. Um, so Arizona is the first stop, right? And then you guys are going to Moab. Yeah. So we go straight to um, like technically Mesa, okay. and then we go from there up to uh, Sedona, and then we go from Sedona to Moab, and then Moab. We're depending on the weather, we want to come back through Heber City and Park City. Not so much Park City actually. It's actually the surrounding area. Wasatch. So you're spending a week in each place, basically. No, I'm spending a month in Mesa, and I'm spending a week and a half on the way home. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Nice. So one of the things we're looking at, though, outside of Heber City is just, uh, well, maybe a place to live someday. And oh, so okay. We did, Park City is obviously out of our out of our league um, for now, which is, you know, would be nice. But, but right next to Park City is Heber City and this blow-up area called Snyderville, Kimball Junction, Silver Summit. Which we really love. We love that side of Utah. Lots and of land for compounds. Yes. Yep. Okay. And some of the best roads in the entire country are On right 35. out the back door. Yeah. Yep. And this one here. Look at that. Look at look at Highway mm-hmm. 150. You know, it's closed during the winter, but like, I'm telling you, heaven is is the hidden roads of Utah. I'll say it. I, I think uh, I'm being pulled more and more out of this state every day. Um, we talk about the roads. We talk about everything. I mean, I think this is every, everything's going on in this country. But it's well, it's car people, yeah. It's car people. It really, it really pulls you to go. Oh, you know, I could live in Utah. I could live in South South uh, Idaho. I could live in Wyoming. Uh, you know, I could live so, in Alpine. I think I, was I would just love about to, to say I would that. love to I live in Jackson. In, yeah, I, can, I know, <laughs> I know. Yeah, but I think Alpine's good because we you can be in Jackson. And what was it, thirty miles? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah. I mean. And worst case scenario, if you drink a bunch in Jackson, you can float down to Alpine. <laughs> so that's fun. Yeah. We love ourselves in Wyoming, but there's no close airports to that. Yeah, I mean, I Jackson, but, you know, add a 500 bucks to every ticket. Yeah. That no adds thanks. up pretty quick. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I think the Probably nearest jet. nearest international airport from Jackson is, what, Boise? Probably Boise. I don't <laughs> Boise. Yeah. 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 So, anyway. Yeah. It's, well, I mean, obviously, we've had a pretty light winter. Mm-hmm. Um ironically i looked at the thing that we might get snow this week i know <laughs> I, don't, I don't quite get that one but um obviously the, the cars are starting to get itching to go out um you know and get uh i see that i speaking of r8s i see it was spot it, yours was caught out in public chrissy caught yeah. a photo of well, it. i promised yeah. i would talk about that on the show yeah. um so i have been using the same people to work on uh some st- I'm going I'm to keep it as vague as I need to because I'm absolutely no, not throwing this company under the bus. Yep. And I don't want it to even remotely sound like I did. They're yep. the best in the business. It's not Metropolitan. It's not a Avant sponsor. This was a, a very, very freak accident occurred and the seat was damaged. Yep. And they immediately called me, said, we'll do whatever we t- it takes to make it right. It's on us. Like, just let me know. They have been as great to work with as they have been for the last 20 years I've been working with these guys. No problems at all. Took it to LeatherTech. Um, Avant sponsor. Avant sponsor. Great Avant sponsor, yeah. Huge shout out to yeah. Chad at LeatherTech. Who's, who, he looks at it and goes, it needs to be replaced. The way the leather was cut needs to be replaced. He goes, I can fix it for now and not make it, you know, so it doesn't get worse. And so um, just so it doesn't look like a hole in your seat. 
And because um, we're waiting for this. So we ordered the leather from Audi. The car is new enough. Um, people, everybody worries about the leather not quite matching. And that's a real thing. But the car is new enough. It hasn't seen any like real any UV exposure, yeah. which is a big deal. And it, uh, it, it'll was, it was in Tennessee in a garage. And then you Kentucky, guys drove it here. Yeah. Kentucky. Yeah. And it, you guys it, haven't driven it that much because of the winter, right? Yeah. 800 so, miles yeah. on we got it. Yeah. So we barely driven it. So it's not as much of a concern. It'll wear in um, close enough. It's fine. Anyway. Took it to Chad. And he's like, "I'm gonna, I'll do my best on it." He goes, "Like, he goes, it needs to be replaced." He goes, "But I'll do my best, and it'll look way better than it did." It looks amazing, by the way. It doesn't even look like it was ever ever happened. I know you're and like, like do I need to Chad's, replace this? Yeah, and yeah. Chad's like, and we are. It's the right. He's he yeah. told me why. He goes, "The repairs right on the edge. This is diamond quilt stitching, and so the repairs right on the stitch. It will come off. It will." He goes, he goes, I don't know when. I don't know if it ever will. He goes, but there's a chance it could separate here. He yeah. goes, and, I, and you know, and he was right up front about his work. Like, but seriously. It looks like it never happened. His his not not perfect is, is closer than you'd have to be. You, I would have to point it out and tell you exactly where it happened for you to ever notice it. Well, it's a, it, what basically what he's saying is it's it's a wear point no yes. matter what. Like something w- eventually, if if you didn't replace it and you drove that car, it's going to fail because it's it. There's a hole in the leather. So right, yeah. and so we're just waiting for this piece of leather to come in directly from Germany. Um, luckily, R eights uh, of uh, oddly have this bad issue not luckily and also terribly have a, an issue with their dash leather shrinking and they've put out an extended warranty on it and a service bullets and it gets replaced all the time so they have a surplus of all this exactly matching leather <laughs> which is good which is good yeah. and so anyway they're going to send it out um, you have to get a whole new bottom or, or, or a whole new that's the center section of the bottom of the seat yeah so it's so, just a whole new center section yeah just pops it out yeah nice yeah so we're gonna get that Very in. cool yeah and but i gotta i mean <laughs> Like, I've always known Leather Tech's done good work, especially Chad. Like, everybody raves how good they are. Yeah. But holy crap, the dude's just a magician with leather. And if if somebody is, if I'm out and about and or and you want to see the repair, I'll show it to you because it's pretty damn impressive. I'll show you a picture from before. But again, I, I'm not even going to mention their company. They have done everything right, and they immediately stepped up the plate. It was a total freak accident, but everybody, everybody's been great. Like, they've been so great. Like, if we, if we were allowed to talk about their name, we would. That's the point. Yeah, that, and that, I have, I've already we're... sent them business afterwards. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and, and on top of that, I mean, Avance has done several tech sessions at, at Leather Tech. Mm-hmm. If you get a chance, you should go. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, it's really uh, cool yeah, to watch the work It's a done. lot of fun. So, And if you have any leather and repair. The de- and, and then the dent specialist. Um, yeah, paintless dent repair. Paintless dent is in the same yeah. building as well. So. Yeah, dent Good solutions. Guys. Yeah. Dent solutions. Thank you. Yeah, they're, yeah. they're amazing. So, so. But I've been using... Um, the other guys, like I said, professionally, when I was way back in my days in the body shop, is mm-hmm. how I knew about these guys, and they're still the best in the business. So if you, yeah. if you want me to talk about it, I will. I just I'm not going to put on the podcast. So I don't want anybody thinking anything bad about no. them. They have been amazing through the whole process. And you know what? Even if you're the best in the business, an accident's going to happen one day. It's all what you do about it. So no, no hard feelings from my side. I'm still sending them business all the time because they're the yeah. best in the business. Accidents happen. Yeah, exactly. That's why adult diapers are made. Exactly. Everybody knows that. Yeah. What else is going on with these? You got the trailer. You got the trailer prepped. Again, um, there. So the, I'm adding some more e-track on the inside. I did um, stabilizers, not stabilizers, levelers in all four corners, which was a pain. Um, worth it, but a pain. Levelers. What do you mean? So when you if you're parked on uneven ground, or, oh, you got feet that come down. Yeah. So right oh, okay. now, because all you have, if you if the trailer's not attached, don't about. step yeah. on the back. Yeah, it's going to okay. go straight up in the air. Okay. So this, um, are they just like pull down, put a pin in kind of thing? Or no, something? I got the screw kind that come all the way down, and oh, they've nice. they hold fifteen hundred pounds per corner. Are they? Is it you screw each corner, or is it? Are they attached to each other in some way? No, each corner. Okay. So I wanted I wanted individual ones, but nice. I can just put on an impact and yeah. And then um, you do put a plastic plate under them, like like you nope, do. No, I got the additional plates that fold down with nice. them, so okay. got, so they can be on like dirt or something like that. It gives a nice, nice wide footprint. Okay. Yeah. 
So. Okay, so that's happening. You're working on you're working on recirculating some doing some stuff with the heater. Yeah, the battery well, box. I'm not going to do that before I leave because that requires cutting into the trailer, and I don't want to be rushed while I do that. I understand. I want to do a try a few things here and there. Um, I got the front box on. I got um, a new inside cabinet to go in. I got the toolbox inside and mounted where I want it. How are you keeping that new cabinet in there? The rolling cabinet. How, are you mounting it to the wall? Um, I'm I'm keeping it on rollers. However, I have enough the E track where it p- points out. So the handles on those um, on each side of those toolboxes that has like rib nuts into the side. Yeah. So I'm basically taking it off and I'm putting in taking the handle off and I, I have these special stainless loops or you know like what do you call them? tie downs? Like tie down at points. Yeah, yeah. And so there I can detach it to the wall. Yeah, like actually. And if you want to take it out, or if we're if we're working on something, it can be taken out and moved yep. off the trailer. And actually, cool. I adapted. Um, so you've seen E Track two by four things, where you can so you can mount a two by four across it. Yeah. I'm basically boxing it in with that. Nice. So I'm building a little frame so it holds it in there as an extra protection. And of course, it locks closed, but at yeah. the same time, like that thing's not going anywhere. Well, yeah, especially if yeah. it did. Precious it would cargo. I was gonna say it would take out a monkey, and that's unacceptable. Right, the monkey. So, that's what I would yeah. be worried about. That me too. <laughs> so like, okay, so the, the R eight's going. The monkey's gonna go right. You yep. can't you can't go to Arizona without the monkey. Exactly. I mean, that's got to be good. Essential. Some good stuff. Um, I'm really looking forward to taking the monkey to Moab this year, oh, by the way, yeah. too. So, I uh, I ran into Brian. Well, actually, I, Brian Mr. came to you. Met, yeah, I was going to say, Brian came to me. I was up, we, well, we met in the half, halfway, but um, it was good to see him and Annie. But uh, we were just, we were talking about this year, and I was just like, I'm so psyched to get, get back on the monkey and, and get out there. And I mean, I've been, I, it's the problem is I've been so busy. I just, I, I, I try to, Dude, I feel you. I, 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 I used to have, I was looking back at my calendar. I used to have things on my calendar where I said, you know, 15 minutes, go ride the monkey. Yeah. Go outside. And it just hasn't happened. So, I mean, kind of looking forward to it. Yeah. Yep. I've been, I did a bunch of work on the shop. It's hard to, it's <laughs> work on the shop is hard to see because there's so much going on in sure. here. But I added a bunch more insulation, which of course, remember we, I sent you that video, the clip from Malcolm in the middle in to where Hal goes to change the, change the light bulb and yeah. ends up working on the card. Yep. He, he goes in, I forget her name comes in and goes, how can you change this light bulb? But he's working under the car. He goes, what do you think I'm doing? What does it look like I'm doing? <laughs> yeah. What does it look like I'm doing? Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, I'm going to add more insulation to the, these walls, build this cabinet, get these out of the way. So I go to add insulation to a wall and I notice again, previous owner wiring 15, uh, 14, two wiring to a 20 amp socket to a 20 amp plug. I'm like, great. That's a great way to start a fire. Um, because it'll overload it. Did you have an ADHD moment like Megan? Oh, God, totally. Like 100%. And so from there, it's pull out the table saw, yep. do some measurements, and yep. then rewire. Rewire, not only rewire the outlet, redo, like, I mean, I'm restapling the wire, routing it correctly, giving it the proper angel share off the outlet, proper angel share off the um, off the breaker box. You're letting it drink the angel share? Oh, no. Okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you have to have a certain the amount, amount of loose wire. Amount of loose wire yeah, is gotcha. what I'm getting at. And yeah. it's got to be, I think. I think code here is no more than seven inches up the wall from the breaker. It needs to be stapled mm-hmm. and you need to have, I forget what it is. I think it's six inches of share of angel share off the line. I looked it up. Uh, anyway, I did that and then put a new outlet up there, a proper 20 amp outlet. Um, where is this at? This is above the shop door. Oh, okay. Where the exhaust fan that I installed is. And the wiring okay. for the camera. That's right, because we, we got the installation on the door, or most of it, I think, the last Most time. of it, yeah. yeah. And so I did that, and then, of course, I had to do that to cut the the foam board, I used the table saw, but obviously that makes a huge mess, yeah. so then I went and got an adapter for the vacuum to the table saw instead of just taping it on there, so I got a proper downsize. You didn't have that already? I did, but it didn't fit quite right, and, it, and when you're doing... Your DeWalt, your DeWalt vacuum didn't fit your... 
DeWalt what? table saw. What? Yeah, thanks, okay. DeWalt. Yeah. That would have been a nice thought of them. Uh, hey, maybe here's include, an idea. Yeah, maybe yeah. include a five dollar adapter. So, but I used a rubber hose downsizer for plumbing. I just want to. I just want to throw out there that the, my Milwaukee um, has an adapter that fits any any size. That's good thinking. Yeah, it's, it's really. Uh, don't worry, my Milwaukee collection is growing. Did you know come, have, come to the red side. So, did you <laughs> know I have two three eighths impacts? One from Milwaukee, one from Dewalt. I see. Yeah. And what, what, you're going to get rid of the Dewalt one here pretty soon? Oh, no. No, no so the Dewalt one stays in the shop. Milwaukee no, Milwaukee's in the trailer. In the trailer. Yeah, yeah Milwaukee, yeah. you built yeah. up. Although my, my trailer tools are nicer than my shop tools at this point. I don't, so know, I, I don't know. Your shop tools are pretty nice. But no, my hand socket. My hand oh, tools. I see. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. I got you. Yeah. Okay. So I'm probably just going to get more Milwaukee stuff. Nice. But anyway, um, yeah. So that rabbit hole got the outlet placed. Yeah. Got the more insulation on. Um, trying to think what else I did. More wiring. <laughs> It's always wiring. Well, yeah, it's 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 one thing leads to another, leads to another, leads to another, and it's we joke that it's an ADHD thing, and the fact that you know so many people with ADHD, and 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 not to call Megan, Megan sent us a video. It was of her Saturday, and it was like she was doing nine things at once. <laughs> and I even told her, I was like, "Your video is too long. I lost interest. <laughs> I have ADHD." But uh, yeah, it yeah. was. Uh, yeah, you start nine things. You're like, I'm vacuuming, and then I realize that the carpet is torn up, so i got to fix the carpet. While I'm fixing the carpet, I'm realizing the underside of the cabinet is not screwed in, so then I have a screwdriver, a, a vacuum cleaner, a carpet tool. Yeah, so it, it just goes. Yep. Um, the more and more I do this, though, I'm glad I have collected so many proper tools over the yeah. years. I have used, I'll tell you what, those Knipix pliers, the pipe wrench, and the non-marking wrenches, I, since I got those, I think I've used those more than almost any other tool because instead of a wrench, most of the jobs I can do with those, and it's so much faster. It's just one wrench to do everything. If you have open space, like if you have a tight space, obviously I can do the job, but when it comes to home repairs, must have. Must have. Okay. Yeah. I mean, so. we've talked about it, I think, and I think those are listed somewhere. We have those. Yeah, they're on, on the tool, tool list, on tool list um, yeah. which I do need to update. I'm sorry. Um, God damn, what have you been doing? With I know, day? all that free time. Speaking of updates, yeah. uh, I've moved almost everything over to the Avance page for Dan's Drives is like just a central hosting spot so that our Avance members can access that in one page. I want people to keep going. I want to combine all of my resources and get them over to the Avance members. Um Again, it's just a matter of, you know, as we say in the industry, how many cycles do you have? I'm like, none, but I'm making some. I'm not sleeping. You don't need sleep. Yeah. You can sleep and you're dead. And we always say this too, um, not to create work for either one of us, but if there's something you want to, if you've heard about and you, well, it's yeah. not on there, let us know. Shoot us a message. Yeah, we'll reach out. You know, it, uh, you know it's a very, it, it, at the least, we'll, we'll, one of us will shoot you a link of where you can find the tool or um, how, to, how to get it to you. So. If anybody in Arizona is listening to just before I forget, because I want to bring this up, one of my drives I've been wanting to do for a long time is a road outside of Phoenix, of course, right here. It's Route 88, Scenic Drive, the Apache Trail, which is not all paved. And I've been dying to do this road forever. It doesn't have a lot of... Is it like, an out and back? No, it's, an, it's a round trip. And it looks really awesome, but it's not paved. So... If anybody's done it, uh, I'm going to take the Raptor on it. I think it's doable. Let me know. Okay. I would love to know, like, if there's some side roads. that's Apache Lake. Okay. Yeah. So Where are you seeing a loop? Oh, <laughs> go here and then up and around. Oh, okay. All right. Or this way or whatever. Fair enough. Top okay. of the world. I've done 60. I've done Where's the uh, Where's Maynard's place? The winery. Oh, Jerome. Jerome. That's right. Okay. Which we'll be doing there. <laughs> Great uh, kaleidoscope store. <laughs> that was one of the best times making Andrew drive us up there <laughs> in a rental car. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so a lot of fun. I don't know what what it is about eighty nine A. Eighty nine A 
Arizona, awesome. 89A in California, awesome. 89A Oregon, awesome. For some reason, 89 is like the magic number for highways. Somebody knows. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody out there was like, if it's fun, make it 89. So how long are you guys going to take to get down there? Um, It depends on the weather. Okay. If we have to go. Are you going down the coast or going down through Salt Lake and down? So I, ideally, I'm going to go down I-5 and then cut over to uh, Tahoe. Reno? Okay. Yeah. I really want to go to Tahoe, um, but they've been getting weird weather like this whole area either is rain or dumping snow. Yeah. Most of California has been washing itself clean. How's right. I like to see it. So, yeah. 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 So uh, if the weather's nice, I, I do want to go through, it's always such a pretty drive through Tahoe. Um, unfortunately, this section of 89 out through uh, Mark Leeville mm-hmm. that we did, this killer section road where we almost got hit by that Ferrari head on. Yep. Um, that's an awesome road, but it's closed until April. So it would be Maybe cutting the way back. Yeah, it, well, we different way on the way back, but we'll be going around Tahoe, and I was thinking going down to uh, Mammoth. Well, also, I mean, and then over. I, f- I feel Death like Valley. I just so I'm clear, and, and maybe I'm giving Shauna ideas for this. I feel like on the way down, it's going to turn into a night rider situation, mm-hmm. where all of a sudden yeah. the, the Audi comes out, and then the truck goes ahead, and then the Audi can have fun, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. pretty much. Well, yeah, that's exactly <laughs> kind of what I'm hoping. That There's... would make you night rider industry, sir. Yeah. Well, I like that. Yeah, right. I should have yeah. a black trailer. <laughs> Maybe I'll get a black trailer. There you go. Truck. Yeah, I do need to get. Still need to get it. Uh, graph. Yeah. yeah. Wrap the yeah. The, t- the trailer is going to get its graphics and everything uh, through our friends from Metropolitan and Estec. Does that so, happen before you go? Uh, it's it's on me. I wanted it too. I don't have time to get it over there, sure. and that's not on them. They offered, and I need to get that done. But yeah. um, when I get back, I'll have more time, hopefully, <laughs> or at least somebody will get up there for me. Sure. Um, <clears throat> excuse me, but yeah, I'm looking forward to getting the Estec branding on there. Showing that off, but we could do something fun. Yeah, maybe we'll get a black raptor. Mine hasn't arrived yet. <laughs> is it supposed to arrive? Like, do you have a you you, end you of ordered March. it right? Yeah, end of March is what they're all telling me. Well, okay, so I heard that Ford kicked up production of the of the the Ranger Raptor mm-hmm. and everything. They've, 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 they've dumped a bunch of production going. Yeah, yeah. it's because they dumped all the production of every EV they got because nobody wants them. <laughs> Imagine that. Yeah, <laughs> the, I think I said this. In, I don't know if I said this in the last show, but they tried to sell me an F one fifty Lightning. Like, what about Lightning? We'll get you a great deal on one of those. So I was like, I wouldn't buy that if you paid me. I love the Lightning, but there is no way that fits my use case. Like, I would do that only also, if you paid they're me. They're discontinuing it, aren't they? I don't know. Probably. I Nobody got, wants it. It's not getting the mileage it's supposed to get. I mean, I'd, it's a neat concept. I'd, I was, I've been against it since the beginning, but yeah. I, um, actually, it's, I actually like it. I just wouldn't. There's no way I'd buy it. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want a Lightning? How do you tell somebody that's calling you for a Raptor, hey, I think you should pivot to a Lightning. <laughs> I was like, oh, sir, you wanted a GT500 Mustang? Have you thought about the Taurus? <laughs> <laughs> like, it just doesn't make sense. Yeah, I don't know. Um, well, I want the, I, I, I say this, I mean, I want them to flood the market with Ranger Raptors because, you know. Yes, please. That's what I want. Um, I, I'm, you know, I, in the green. I, it's, I know you'd love it, too. Oh, I know I'll love it. it it's, it's the... The down payment and the monthly payment that mm. I have to, you know, to to justify, and you know I can justify it. It's just you know what I eat, you know. <laughs> so yep. yeah. So uh, now that he's officially taken possession of it, I can talk about it. So our good friend Garov got a new vehicle, mm-hmm. Audi SQ7, okay, twenty two, I believe. Um, and if people don't know, the SQ7 is basically a rebadged Cayenne Turbo. It's the twin turbo V8, absolutely hauls ass. It's a tune away from an Urus. Is that his? I mean, it's for it's for video. Well, no, okay. I didn't know if video was, video was driving it or if, he, if that was going to be his It's daily. a family vehicle. Okay, fair they, enough. They needed a three row SUV. 
The Corvette wasn't good enough. I know. For this that's one. what I said. I'll tell you. Yeah. Just turn off the airbag in the front. That's fine. I've been in the back of a Corvette. I was fine. Right? I was absolutely fine. That's true. You I were. wasn't comfortable. <laughs> I was fine. Yeah. So Just add some tie-down points and get some ratchet straps and put the car seat back there. Good to go. Visually, I can see that. <laughs> I know, right? You think he'd let us take that photo? Not drive the car, but just like with the baby in the middle. We'll face it away so you can't see the baby. <laughs> that would be great. Yeah, okay. Okay, Garth, yeah. you heard it here yeah, first. We need to take it. pictures yeah. of your baby in your Corvette, ratchet strapped down to the trunk. I kid you not. I think he just messaged you. <laughs> oh, probably. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So that would probably be safer than anything pre like 1985. Just saying, yeah. ratchet strapping a car seat down in the back of a C7 Corvette mm-hmm. is probably way safer than anything that existed. <laughs> yeah. That brought your baby to sleep. Yeah. Drifting around a corner. So Super an SQ7. Okay. Yeah. And All so right. the SQ7, RSQ8, uh, and the RSQ8's a Urus. The Cayenne Turbo and the Urus are basically all the same car. Yeah. In, across the board the difference of course being the urus has the bigger brakes nice i mean it's nicer in every way but it's still the They're same all big v8s though it's the same, same v8. yeah it's the same twin turbo v8 the same transmission it's just brakes and things like that uh suspension mm-hmm. don't be wrong they're not exactly the same but they're all the same power plant and same transmission so they all put down crazy speed and he was hauling ass my home and loving it i was like yeah it's okay. perfect perfect vehicle we need i need to hear more about this car from him i mean yeah. we, may, we may need to have him come on and talk about it because i you know we always hope to hear about our friends buying experiences so right yeah. exactly and so it's it's really nice it's a dark gray um he wants to change the wheels up already and mod it vidya is not quite on board yet i was like dude you need to tune it you can get another hundred the stage one 91 octane pump tune for you that talked about yes yeah, 100 yeah. horsepower 130 foot pounds of torque i think or maybe it's backwards but either way it's a ton of horsepower and torque and obviously it can take it because it's just the urus tune that's all it's doing it's not yeah. it's not like some fancy special tune it's an off the shelf like what tune does Urus have let's pull that and put it on the ecu done same thing Thank God Vidya is there. She's going to be the logic in this. Like, no, we don't need a 700 horsepower family car. Yes, you do. She has to drive it. Let's, I mean, she is a nice, don't calm. She is a very nice, calm, beautiful person. Right? <laughs> All right. Well, I'm telling him. So here, here's the thing. And because she's she likes the, the road trips. She's, she loves road trips. Absolutely. And yeah. We all do. But I'm like, you got to get her to a place where you find something she loves to do with the car. That's how you build these things. You don't just give up and say she's not a car person or he's not a car person if you enjoy these things. You got to find that common ground. And there is for everything. Shauna, not into the off-road stuff. She she likes it. She likes sightseeing. She's not against it. She likes going out in Moab and stuff. But it's sightseeing for her. It's yeah. not the technical stuff she's really into. Fair. She loves the R8. Win-win for me. I'm pretty lucky. Don't get me wrong. Um, but... If you're with your partner and you're struggling with that because you want to spend more money on a car or something and you feel like they just don't understand, I would say start with that. Go find the common ground that you both love to do in the car and, you know, hey, maybe you can both give and take a little bit. Didn't she almost kill him when we took him on a drive because he was driving a little fast? Uh, This may be why she doesn't want to drive with him. I think she told no. She still likes to go with him. I think she maybe told him to slow down. No, maybe down. we wanted to kill him. That's I get that. Backwards. I get that. Backwards. That's <laughs> she different. was a hell of a trooper on that drive. Absolutely. No, down, I know. So. I agree. I agree. Anyway, so yeah. So anyway, like congrats to that because so. we're always excited when our friends get new cars. because yeah. we start planning the mods for them. Yeah, um, I tried to get. He, he's, Did he get it locally? Oregon. Oregon. Cool. Yeah. Fun. And you said it was a twenty-two. Yeah. Nice. Okay. Still under Audi Care, all Let that. Somebody so. else take the hit. Atta yeah, boy. Exactly. Good, good for him. I'm glad to hear that. Yeah. Yeah. And Q7s, SQ7s, not as much, but Q7s are oddly, Q7s and S, 
They don't make an RSQ7, right? It's no. just the RSQ8. But the Q7 is one of the highest depreciating SUVs, and the Audi A7 is one of the highest depreciating cars. It's yeah. a very limited market for them. But it's a three-row SUV, and it hauls ass. The SQ7, not in the same, not the same, same. Okay. So they take a good hit, but that's really good for a buyer because you can get one of those under warranty for like forty grand cheaper. <laughs> Which is nice. and then you and then you're at the bottom because they, they're not cars that have no bottom. They just because yeah. once they hit that, It'll they sit. take that first hit, they sit. So, yeah, and he'll take good care of it. Interesting. So. Well, congratulations, Nagarov. Yeah, I would love to drive. I'm starting to see a lot of people coming out of the woodwork here and are starting to look. You know, Facebook Marketplace is really kicking up. Things are starting to come out. You know, we're starting to see jokes like you don't have to worry about your husband talking to another woman. You need to worry about him talking to Steve about the low mileage Corvette. <laughs> you know, things like that. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm still looking. I'm I'm more and more just. Happy to get my new truck if it shows up someday. That's all I really want. I, I'm, you're not giving me a whole lot of confidence like you're going to come home with a truck. Like, They're not giving me a lot of confidence. Until they have like a bill of sale signed in my hand. I don't understand how there. they can't tell you when that truck's going to show up. I was I posted on Reddit just to get, and a lot of people are in the same boat. People are okay. like, like, there's one guy who ordered a GT500 as well. Like he's He has a Raptor R, and he ordered a GT500, and they were like, at first, they were great and said, you know, it'd be here this time. He goes, then nothing, 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 nothing. The one day, oh, your car's here. And I've said it before on the show. That's been my experience with Ford for the most part across the board. They're okay. pretty terrible uh, as far as sales. Like I've never had a good dealership experience with Ford pretty much ever. Huh. And the N- Nissan either when I had the GTR. Like it was always a, a pain in the ass to get anything done. Interesting. Um, and without Brian, I don't know if I would have Chevrolet either. Like the only times I've had really good experiences have been shockingly with Porsche, even Porsche Bellevue, which no, I've had no problems with them. Um, McLaren's been great. Park place has been great to us. Like it, it's the dealership experience on the new market. Hasn't been that great for me. Well, I mean, cause when I look at like, like BMW with Carl, I mean, he was, he was following that car across the ocean. Yeah, you could tell exactly. exactly. Porsche is the same way. Like yeah. they, they tell you exactly what train it's on and things like that. So yeah, it was super easy buying from Brian with the Corvette. But yeah. uh, other than that, like, I don't know if I would, I would expect that anywhere else uh, mm. without knowing somebody. And that's disappointing. It's one of those, it's kind of one of those jobs that are right for automation. I mean, I guess you've had really good luck with Carter though. Genuinely. Oh, I mean, the, uh, yeah, yeah, I was, I was, a, I was a, a customer of theirs before we brought them on, but yeah. Right. I, yeah. I mean, so I mean, I, they have gone above and beyond to help me, my family. Every person I have sent there has been, yeah. They've done a, a, an incredibly. Uh, they've gone out of yeah. their way. So they've uh, done yeah. service for our friends, my friends too, and they've yeah. been great. So, so it's like I, I know good shops I can get service from, like independent shops. And I wonder if it's Ford that's the problem and not the dealership. That's what I'm thinking. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Is like why is their dealer support so bad? Because yeah. that's an in, that's an indicator of a larger problem. Yeah. Um. You know. Hmm. I'd, Normally, I wouldn't trash talk dealers, but I just haven't had a good experience. And so I'm like, do something about it, Ford. If you don't like the trash talk, do something about it. You guys have been genuinely unresponsive. Um, flippant is the word. Yeah. Where they're just like, eh, come and go. We've got enough customers. Do what you want. Which sucks. I don't know. Like, when you're looking at, like, I think I was telling you last week, and I may have mentioned it, the fact that I, was, I saw, like, a, an F-350 dually that was, like, $165,000. And it didn't even have all the options. And I'm going, who's buying? Like, unless you're hauling cars across the United States or really need a massive farm truck. Who's paying that for a truck? I looked at an F-350 just toying with the idea instead of the yeah. Raptor. And it, I optioned one out exactly the way I wanted it, which is basically you fully loaded. You looked at the 250 though, didn't you? And the 350. Oh, okay. And it was 104 or 107 fully just, loaded. I, yeah. What happened to the day? Back well, in my day. No. Yeah, yeah, I get what you're saying. But I mean, look at trucks now. Trucks now are luxury cars. The, the, yeah. a, my Raptor has more options than an Escalade, literally. Yeah just worried the as, new I, one as I, I start to, as I know that I'm coming in in a year, I will be 
in this situation where you're at going, okay, what do I want? Brian, I was talking to Brian, you know, cause I'm very much looking at the, the, the Colorado, mm-hmm. the Raptor. And I'm actually, I looked, I've looked at the Nissan too. I've started to look kind of just cause I want to have options. I won't go that route probably, but at the end of the day, Brian's like, just find a used truck. And I'm like, I just don't know if I like the idea of somebody else beating the crap out of a truck. So say the most exciting news Nissan has delivered in the last, like, since the since the 2009 GTR launch was when Carl, Carlos Gosen did his famous escape in a box. Other than that, <laughs> they produced the Z. The new Z is nice. The new Z is fine. It's a really nice little car. Oh, another one I'm going to be looking and at a is sea the Tacoma. Of the new Tacoma. Yeah, yeah. The new Tacoma is really nice. You can't go wrong with the Tacoma. Yeah, but if the problem is if you want the the meanest, baddest Tacoma, you got to get the hybrid. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, but the no. way they do the hybrid, though, is not like every other car. We I talk know, about but that extent. I just, I, I don't want a hybrid. So I was, this is a good conversation about depreciation, because if you look at the cost of a vehicle, and you can think, yeah, but the, the Frontier is $20,000 cheaper. It's like, yeah, it's another $20,000 cheaper when you roll off the lot. The Tacoma is not. The Tacoma is $20,000 more expensive, and it's $3,000 cheaper when you take it off a lot. Or if you have one somebody wants, it's $3,000 more expensive. With the Frontier, though, I mean, like, we have some friends that have had one and really like it. And yeah, I've been looking at fine. some things and some modifications, things like that, and it could be done. I'm just saying, I always like to find something that's and kind of make it my own, so I don't know what the best platform for that. The Raptor, th- this is the part... If I get the Ranger Raptor, and I, I'm going to... Obviously, there's no options. It's, it's color, or that's about it. Yeah. If I get that, there's not much I can really do to it to make it me. And that's why I'm a little hesitant. I'll also... You'll I mean, always find a way. I will find... That, see, there's it, right there. Even that, that's, and this is the thing about the Ranger Raptor. Ford is tooling me, because the minute you go look at for Ranger Raptor, they have my color already up there. Like mm-hmm. It's like they know. So Yep. That's a good-looking truck. Right? And well, that screen. I'm not 100% uh, in love with the up-and-down screen. I feel like it should be tilted out a little bit, but... I yeah. like the fact that at least they still have manual controls yeah. for the... And I love the digital dash. Yeah. Yeah. I like the manual controls for the air conditioning. Yeah. That'll make your quick stuff not like three menus deep. Mm-hmm. Um, infotainment's terrible because anytime I have to do more than one push... But it's that starting price that I don't necessarily like. Yeah. Yeah. So... I don't, I know you're getting a lot for what you pay for. But. Well, here's the thing, though. Like, look at my Raptor now. I think I, I paid 72 for my Raptor new. I am mm-hmm. can either trade it or sell it used with 65,000 miles on it for 50 to yeah. any of the week. I could list it and it'd be gone tomorrow. Yeah, I get it. If I didn't have somebody already interested in it and potentially the dealer taking it, I would. I mean, if, if, if I can go get a 24 right now, I would. I would sell it. Yes, but I, I've made the decision this next tr- this next vehicle I'm going to buy. I'm not going to lease. Yeah. Um, and I don't think Ford's real interested in leasing these. They want people to buy no. them. Well, you don't. Um, why would you, though? Because, I mean, if this thing's 54, 55, 470, let's just say the Raptor, we don't know on the Ranger Raptor yet, but if the Ranger Raptor depreciates like the F-150 Raptor, then it's going to be worth value. 50 grand two years yeah, later. But what I'm looking at that is 55,000. You got an extra 5,000 worth of tax license and things like that. You're, you know, you're $60,000, truck. So, yeah. And I'm, I'm not, right now, just so we're clear, I drive like a $40,000 Subaru. So, right. That's yeah, what I'm saying. Like, this is a, this is a jump. So, forget the decals. Don't worry about the splash cards. I could get, don't worry I, about could, that. I could get the decals. We, we, I will have done in my own little thing. But yeah, I was going to say, I don't think much, really... there's not much else there. You, yeah. It's, oh, the wheels. Yeah, the beadlocks. Yeah, beadlocks. Yeah, I want the beadlocks. But that, other than that, like... Even if you never beadlock them, by the way, folks, oh, yeah, if you, even if, if you get beauty ring beadlocks, which all factory vehicles right. that offer yeah. beadlocks have, they're good just for the rock protection. And the other thing I'd real. add is, is a bed liner. Yeah, I would go aftermarket. That's what um, I'm saying, aftermarket. Yeah. yeah. 
Now you can get the 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 one from Ford, the tough bed. Yeah, is yeah. I actually it's a drop in though. No, it's five hundred bucks a spray in. Oh, I, they have spray in. Oh, the drop in one. I thought okay. Yeah, I get yeah. you. Yeah, well, it's five hundred bucks. I used to install those. It does not take five hundred dollars to do that. No, <laughs> no. But I mean, Linux is going to cost you yeah. something similar. Linux is usually tougher than yeah. the factory ones, and people are pretty well known for it. But it depends a lot on the installer. I mine's fine. Um, I see a lot of places they could have done it better. Yeah, but still, yeah. Well, again, I'm a I'm a year off from probably figuring this out, and you know, oh, I get that, huh? No, don't. No, get that. The keypad on oh, the door yeah, in case yeah, you ever yeah. get locked yeah, out of yeah, your yeah, truck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I would never do that. <laughs> you can say, go to my truck. Here's the code. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so but but see, I mean that you're okay. So those options, you're at sixty thousand right off the bat. Uh huh. Okay, plus tax license. What another taxes? Another six license. Another probably well. I live out here now, so license is not as license much. is one hundred twenty bucks. Okay, so you're you're still at we're still at almost seventy thousand dollars. Sixty six. Yeah, that's that's closer to seventy than it is to sixty. True. So, yeah, 66, I'm going, okay. Yeah, I don't know. I just that green. It's it. I'm so sold on this vehicle. Do it's it. just again. I, <laughs> again, it's the the truck. You don't have to do anything too. You can drive it, it bone stock and go wherever you want. This is not related. Are we good enough friends where you could loan me $66,000? I'm not going to tell you what I'm going to do with it. <laughs> Potentially. I would like an interest rate of like three. Your interest rate will depend on what my stock price increases yeah. while you borrow the $60,000. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. No. In your defense, it could be worth less. <laughs> By the time you pay it off, you might owe me $140,000. Yeah. Fair enough. That's fair. You know, that's an, that's an honest reaction. I, I, I accept that. I accept your terms. Yeah. So, like, I will hand you the money, but it might not work in your favor, and it might not work in mine. We'll find out together. Yes. <laughs> You're getting screwed no matter what. So, yeah. Excellent. Well, anyway. I feel like we're rambling a little bit here, but obviously oh, yeah. the stuff we talk about. But, we, you know, uh, Dan and I wanted to get together and do a, a fun little episode. We're, we're recording this before Valentine's Day. Um, and to answer all your questions, no, we're not spending Valentine's Day together. Both. Jerk. Yeah, well, <laughs> I think your, rejection girlfriend, hurts, your girlfriend and my girlfriend both asked us that. I'm like, No. <laughs> can't i would have cooked you a steak i know uh, you, yeah thank you <laughs> now you're actually making me feel good like uh sorry kate uh, dan and i uh, we have these, yeah I just, I just got into relationship i don't need to ruin it that quickly so yeah all right well folks. um again we're looking forward to next week uh aaron's gonna be a great interview we've got some really great stuff coming up actually carl's been hooking us up with some stuff that's gonna be out in the magazines and things like that which will kind of leave as a surprise but it's gonna be fun so yeah yeah, I'm not going to let you into this yet because I just realized one expense that you would absolutely need on this truck. Yeah. You would, any dark color and the way we use yeah, our vehicles. I know, as I know, you learned, I know, I know, I know. You, learn, I know. you can and either get real good with a buffer and, and that's or re- you and, need paint again, protection. That's a really, no, I know that. That's, um, yeah. So I have, I've been. Hence, hence why I was saying 70. Yeah. <laughs> so so yeah. you would need some S-Tech on this yeah, thing. Yeah, oh, 100%. So the one thing I didn't do on my truck was cover the fender flares yeah. protection. And so now my truck looks perfect except for the fender flares, which, yeah. <laughs> which are not only that's, matte, so they're hard to polish. You're, you're, you, you, you got there. Like, that's why I was like 70. Like yeah. that's, you're, you know, yeah, so. you're going to need it. But then you look at it and you go, okay, is $70,000 best spent on this? So that's where I'm at. I would, cause it's a new hotness. It's not going to be the new hotness in a year, though. No. So, we'll see. So, by a year later. This is what we're going to do. We're going to... Maybe busy this summer anyway. No, I'm not buying... I'm, I'm buying it this year. I'm buying it in a year. So, perfect. We're going to... 
this process, we're going to uh, we're going to go through this. We're, it's going to be on the podcast. We're going to talk about it. We're going to we're going to put it all out there. So we should just like list instead of names, dealer A, B, and C yeah, did oh, this, and just document it. A hundred percent, we're going to. Yeah. we're absolutely because I, I don't know if you know this or not. You're helping me buy a new truck because um, yeah, I need you. But yeah, so <laughs> I need you, Dan. <laughs> I'm useful. That's, yeah. As a man, this yeah, is where I find value. Yeah, uh-huh, uh-huh, fair enough. Fair enough. So that is true, actually. I agree. All right. <laughs> well, guys, uh, we appreciate you listening as always uh, for this episode of the Avance Podcast. As always, I'm Nick. I'm Dan, and don't just get there. Enjoy the drive. <laughs>